Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, wherever you are. And welcome back to another episode of Express and Decompress with me, myself, and I, Hannah. Uh, today's episode is kind of... Okay, my mom is texting me. I apologize. This also... I'm going to get off topic quick. This is episode number nine, but it's also my first episode with this new microphone, and I think it sounds pretty great. I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't know if you could hear that. It says it's like um, noise canceling like around you, but if you did hear that, because I'm sure you quite possibly did, it was very loud. That was my boyfriend. He is enjoying um, a nice little game out there with his friend, and I locked myself in here with the door shut so I could get some quiet, somewhat of quiet, while he plays that damn game. Because, let me tell you, when boys go on there and they are playing their video games and they're having a blast with their friends, they are loud as fuck, okay? I'm glad he's having fun. I'll give him that because I've always said, I wish there was a way that, uh, I wish there was a way like girls could do that and like have that type of outlet because I don't think there's anything quite like it. Like, and I'm not saying girls can't game, but unless it's like, unless it's like your group chat, which I mean, every girl, friend, girl, friend group, girlfriend group, girlfriend group has a group chat or friend group has a group chat. Um, again, I'm going to. Sorry, I, I forgot to mute it. But a group chat like that is not the same as like almost... It's like a Zoom, as if you were to do a Zoom or like a FaceTime and have fun or do something. But like it's not because like it's just not a thing. But I wish it was. But today's episode nine. And yes, I've got this new microphone testing it out. I'm excited. Today's episode, I hope it's pretty relatable. It's about all things career and my career crisis that I'm currently having yet again. And when I say career crisis, I mean that quite lightly because I don't actually have a career yet. <laughs> I just mean, like, what am I going to freaking do with my life? Like, I don't know what career I want to do. And I know they say, like, choose one that you like, choose something that you'll love, like, do something that is not a job. It's like, a, like a, a happy life. Like, I want that. But I don't know what I want to do. I'm trying to figure out what that is. And at the same time, I'm like, people like, like, I've been chatting with like so many people that I see who are doing jobs that I've considered. And they're like, oh, you're still young. Like, oh, you're still in school. And, like, I get that. That's so true. But at the same time, like, when... I'm like, when am I going to figure this out? I kind of want to know. I'm the type of person who would rather have that all figured out, planned. That way I can work for it, you know? I'm, But, like, right now... And, and like I said, I'm in school. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm, I'm still enjoying it. I'm glad I, I have that ability. Um, and, I, and I have that accessible to myself. But I'm almost done. I really am. And it's, it's, it's getting real in my brain, I think. And I don't know what to do after. And so this episode kind of... Damn, this is a long intro. Uh, but I kind of love it. 
Um, so this episode is all about... Whoa, Stewie. Sorry, my rabbit just thumped at me. What do you need? <laughs> I just got chaos going on this in this house. But this episode is kind of all things career. And again, I don't currently have a career. I would like to find a part-time job to make some money. But this is more like future careers or like lifetime, like lifelong careers. Like what do I want to do with my life? And I know that's a question that ironically they ask you when you're two years old. Oh, what do you want to be when you're grown up? And you like, you know, I want to be a tooth fairy or I want to be uh, in the NHL. Mine was always, I want to be a vet, right? And then, like, I'm, tw I'm 20, I'm, how old am I? <laughs> I'm 22, right? And I've, I, I had always wanted to be a vet. And I even considered it all the way up until, like, closer to high school. Like, in high school, I had to make that decision, right and even then i was like oh do i want to i was kind of on the fence i went to the school and it's so damn hard to do like i just thought you know what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go through with that i'm gonna find something i ended up finding something else i love right which is all things about the brain like i didn't even know psychology was a thing right and in neuroscience i didn't know that was a possibility back then i right neuroscience sounds too crazy hard and i didn't know what psychology was I don't think but I took myself I took myself I did not take myself let me rephrase that I took my cat to the vet today right and I haven't wanted to be it like I I mean I, I'd love to be a vet but I haven't wanted to be go to school and be a vet for years and years right probably 10 years nope nope not 10 years oh my god maybe 10 oh my gosh almost 10 years because I visited that in grade 10 or 11. I went earlier on like as a fun visit over like a holiday with my mom to visit the school. Because there's like really only one in Ontario at school. But yeah, almost 10 years ago, right? And I, I was talking to the lady today who was uh, helping out my cat. And I was just like chatting her up like, you know, I said, I really look up to you. Like I've always wanted to be a vet, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, well, I've had students that are 40. Like, it's never too late. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, why'd you say that to me? Right? <laughs> and to top this off, I'm going to get on this further on in the episode. But this is like an hour, literally 60 minutes after an appointment that I had for myself with the chiropractor. And I got an adjustment. And I was asking her questions. Because, like, all of a sudden, I've started learning about chiropractics and how there's more to it than just aches and pains and fixing and aligning your body. It's more than that. They're learning more about it. They've learned more about it. And it's now about, like, it's more than that, right? It, it's looking at the biopsychosocial method. I think I said that right. I'm pretty sure. Last time I explained it, I when I said it slow, I said it in the wrong order. But when I say it fast, it's easier to say. The biopsychosocial method. And that looks at, like, a lot of everything, right? And now what they look at in, like, chiropractics and the, this place that I went to is this so very important 
connection between the brain and body, uh, specifically because of all the nerves that are within your spinal cord that are essential for different connections to different areas of the body. So basically they gave me this chart and I was able to see very clearly how each vertebrae in every section of the the spine, really, um, how it's connected or which which area of the body it was connected to. And then if there was subluxation, which is like um, bones at a place, like if your spine is at a place a bit, like, uh, like you know, if that occurs, then then it also had attached the list of possible symptoms that you could get um, depending on which, literally which vertebrae might be out of place. So for me, I'm pretty sure, let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 out of 6, I should know this, 19... 26 because it includes the sacrum and such <clears throat> so because like my i was like i was really out of whack anyways um it shows you which vertebrae is connected to the possible symptoms if it's out of place so yeah i had quite a few out of place and it was crazy because this thing in my head and and like you know this is to some people might be like that type of medicine where they're like oh no i don't really believe that it's it's for aches and pains whatever but it just makes so much sense seeing what displacements I have in my spine and how how I literally have almost all the possible symptoms you could have connected to each of my displaced spot um, vertebrae. I don't know if that made sense. I really hope that made sense. So let's I'm going to give you an example for instance. <clears throat> this one okay this one's an <laughs> I just picked a random one, but this is the most, I would say the most obvious. Um, my T11 was displaced a bit. This says it connects to your kidneys and your uterus. This can cause skin conditions such as acne, pimples, eczema, boils. Uh, okay, awesome. That one, uh, you could also say that I've also had uh, acne that's hereditary um, because my mother had it and you know her mother had it and so on and so on so that's like okay believe it maybe it's a coincidence whatever then you go to your t3 that's connected to lungs uh, bronchial tubes chest breast whatever um, this is connected to congestion influenza and I've noticed I really I wasn't sure if it was because I had worked with kids for so long, if it was because they were getting sick and it was easily passing to me. But I've just been my immune system's been just crap for the past two, three years. Every winter, actually, 
I'm going to knock on my um, knock on wood right now because I haven't yet. But every winter and even the summer, because I don't know if it's allergies. I don't know if it was cold, but I've been getting sick like quite a bit compared to normal, like my normal. So that's another one. Um, do, do, do my C1. So see my C1 and C2 were displaced and these parts of the, these are right at the top. Okay. This is blood supply to the head, pituitary gland, scalp, bones, face, brain, liver. Oh, sorry. Inner <laughs> dyslexia, inner and middle ear. Um, then the next one is like the C2 is eyes, optic nerves, blah, blah, blah. I get headaches. I get sick from my headaches and I get a migraine once a month and well that's what I'm sick from I get sick from my migraine and I get headaches so often and it's like maybe it's due to hydration maybe it's due to the fact that she showed me my scans and there's supposed to be a nice little gap between your skull and your C1 and mine are touching okay so that could be some of the prime that could be a prime example for why I'm getting these headaches it also because maybe I'm dehydrated that day or whatever the other factors may be but it's it's just really something that I never considered before and after just going out on a whim and getting a chiropractic exam done because I saw it on Instagram and I mean, I do have shoulder, left shoulder and left hip pain. Uh, I thought it was because of dance. I mean, it could be from dance. I don't know what it was from, who knows? There's no determining that now, but it's because via my scans, we were able to see that like my spine is literally going to the left. Is it the left more? Yeah, it's going to the left. Like, it's like not straight, it's crooked. And there's actually a few crooks in it, which is not good. Um, and another big one is my neck, your neck. It's naturally supposed to curve, a nice little curve in it. Mine is like basically straight. And there's no really telling what could have done this because I don't have any specific body trauma, neck trauma that I really know of, but Maybe it was dance, maybe it was hockey, maybe it was just, I don't know, what, how I grew up, you know, the things that I did. But this is just like something that's opened my eyes into, one, my own health, and two, now a new door to a possible future career, which is awesome, but also, like, it's awesome. I'm so glad I have I say that so it sounds so so sarcastic no but I, I it actually it's true it's awesome that I have something else that I could maybe look forward to but at the same time it's hard because I don't want to make it's hard like it's hard for me to make this decision you know I don't want to just choose one career that I'm going to have to do the rest of my life and I think that's why I think it's hard because I don't want to commit to something and then have to tell myself that I failed because I chose something else and it's not even that because like I I could do that maybe I'll try something and I won't like it and that's okay 
But like, there's just something in me that I don't know. I've, and I've always said that I don't want to sit at a desk for the rest of my life. Like, I don't want to sit at a desk nine to five the rest of my life. Um, because that's for sure not something that I want to do. But I don't know what I want to do. And the more that I'm opened up to all the possibilities, the harder the decision gets. So that's, I guess, kind of where I am right now. But at the same time, I don't know, right? That's not a decision made. That's not 100%. That's just like, you know, a consideration. It's Is it a consideration? Yeah. <laughs> that was a word that I... You know when like a word doesn't sound real? Anyways, I said it in a sentence the other day, but I said it wrong. And then my boyfriend was so confused. And I was like, what do you mean? And then I thought I was saying consideration, but I was actually saying something else. Anyways, so now it's confusing me, but that's just... Okay, I'm going to say possibility. That's just one possibility, right? And I'm still in school for like another full year. Like basically till the end of next December, right? I'm hoping that's when I'll graduate, fingers crossed, and that's okay if I don't, um, because I've also been really looking for a part-time job recently just for, an, not an extra income, an income in general, just because life is expensive and hard to keep up with, and I feel like I can't just go to school and not have an income when I have rent to pay and I have groceries and I have a car and I have to get gas and there's just all these aspects all these aspects of life so um but that's again that's a possibility so I could completely change my mind within then or not even that I could forget about this and I could have 10 other possibilities that I have thought of because I am literally all over the place but let's continue as well as chiropractics in the books right now currently because nothing's really that far on the table I've also considered teaching and that really doesn't have anything to do with what I'm studying right now don't get me wrong, I love neuroscience and I love the brain and stuff. But I love being around kids and I love, well, I don't know, I've never really taught, but you know what I mean. I love, I love that environment. And I think I would thrive in that environment just because of the past few years and how I've learned and grown myself as a person and learned how little humans grow a little bit more. And... I just think I've always wanted to do a job that helps people. And I think, obviously, teaching. Oh, okay, let's say not even just helps people. Like, is life changing? Like, that dramatic, you know? So, I think, I really do think that teachers are life-changing. And if they're... If they're a good one, for sure, I guess they can be life-changing if they're a horrible one as well. Sadly, I hope that doesn't happen, and that didn't ever really happen to me. Um, that's what I believe a good teacher is. So I think that's an environment that I would really enjoy and also thrive in. So that's always up for grabs. Teacher's college. Being a teacher. Right? Because I think that would be pretty fun. 
But then I also live. Well, no, I think that's changed. When I was younger, when I say younger, I don't mean like really young. I mean like you know, fifteen, sixteen, still deciding in in what what classes to classes to take um, in university and stuff. Is I I really liked being outside, and I still do. I love being outdoors. So I wanted to do something like that. And I remember I looked up some outdoor education programs, and because because like I said, I I don't want to have to sit at a desk. I don't want to have to sit at a desk for the rest of my life, right? So that was that was something that I was intrigued by, but. It never really got anywhere with me, only because I didn't really see it going anywhere. But even in the past four years or five years, oh my god, it's been longer than that. Eight years since then. Oh my god, it's been double that. I say four, it's been eight. That's crazy. In that process, I had no idea that there was going to be Instagram and crazy TikTok off the walls. Like, obviously, there was Instagram. But to the aspect of creating content and doing things you love, like people mountain biking or people hiking or people kayaking or people reviewing hiking trails. And they're, like, making their living off of this. And back then, that wasn't an option, so there's so much more to consider now too, right? And and that's something that I think and I don't even I I don't have any experience in this, but what I'm I'm thinking that might happen or could possibly happen with today's children and today's teenagers and adolescents and those growing up, actually it's honestly all ages growing up. You know what's I was going to say all children, and then I was going to say scratch that. All ages. Yeah, literally, not just children. All ages could just... Okay, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Let's let's scratch that out. What I was trying to say is even children, young children, almost would be impacted the most. Like, you're not seeing... Well, I guess you are. They're still seeing all these like healthcare doctors and and firefighters and police and stuff right now. Like, let's say first responders. Let's say, um, they're seeing them everywhere. Especially, I would say, because of the pa- epidemic, epidemic, pandemic, endemic. <laughs> um, but especially because of that, I guess those people are in the view right now. But so is like the opposite side of the spectrum where people in their living rooms doing like crazy, well, crazy, stupid, random stuff, um, but also things that they love, like trying on clothes or doing reviews or, you know, cooking or something like that. Those people are like, that's also an option. And it's it's a huge thing that's being exposed to young children right now. And it's like the possibilities are endless. And again, not just for children, but literally all ages. Like someone in their 60s right now could could start working on an Instagram page or a TikTok page. And 
really start working on it, creating content, you know, putting all putting, I don't know, I don't really do that, but you know what I mean, putting whatever you have to into that and they could quit their job and they could start living off that. I mean, obviously if they had the correct type of following and sponsorships and whatever, but that's like a thing now. And I think that's cool and awesome and amazing, but I also think that's kind of scary because what about all these hard, super hard jobs that take a lot of skill and talent and hard work and time? What about all those jobs that aren't being exposed to as much and children are not now going to want to do? Like, who's going to do them? And I think this is like totally off topic because this is not part of my career crisis, but I'm just thinking about this. What are like, is this going to be the thing like, then what are they going to say? AI is just going to do it. Like, this was not my intentions. This is not where I was going to go with this podcast. But like, I'm just thinking about that now. It's kind of like true. What what happens when all these young people just decide to do what they want to do, like decide to do what genuinely makes them happy and and if they're able to why not just live like that right like if you could just skateboard and get a bunch of views and sponsorships for the rest of your life from 14 on why wouldn't you and i don't know maybe some people would just say oh no i would never i would just do that on the side and keep my job blah 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 i don't know i don't know would you um but that's kind of crazy. I've never, I've never really thought of it like that. But it, I guess it is something to to ponder. Um, but yeah, where did that all start? Wanting to be not at a desk job, <laughs> which is true. I don't, uh, and I'm gonna make sure that I'm not because that wouldn't be a life that I want. That wouldn't be a life that I would enjoy, I don't think. I would for sure have to be out and doing something and up and, you know, out there in the world. Um, But yeah, so I looked at that um, back on the topic of the podcast, careers. Um, I also really wanted to, well, specifically, it was a program at a university or at a few universities that I was looking at, and it was biochemistry um, or biotechnology. And it's kind of of, in, of what it sounds, where it's almost within making and creating and using the technology used for doctors <laughs> like like MRI machines and fMRI machines and uh, like CT scans and I don't know heart monitors and like kind of like like learning creating testing I don't know I never really got into it I don't know what it holds but that was my interpretation of it and I was really interested in that and I think it was either I don't think I'm not sure it might have been the major but it was either the major or the minor that my aunt had taken um 
And so I had I had learned a little bit about it and I was really interested because I love biology. Um, but where I kind of like fell off the tracks with that guy is I hated and still do other than Breaking Bad. I hate chemistry and I couldn't do it in high school. And I, and my mom was like, you know, just try, just try. And like, even myself, I was like, you know, come on, just get through it. It'll be, it'll open the doors for more in university, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't do it. And you know what made it even 10 times harder is a teacher that could not teach it. Okay. And uh, again, not something that I love is bad teachers. And I think that's where I go. Maybe I'm like, mm, I'm a little bit biased because I'm like, well, I would be like a better teacher than you. I don't know. I think I am a better teacher than you. I'm not. I would never like I, I think, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I maybe think in my head. Um, but when the teacher is not um maybe enthusiastic or interested or engaging with their topics and especially when they're demeaning with those who don't understand especially when it's like a harder topic like chemistry um and i was not understanding it and i was not able to get help because it was not working out so i couldn't do it maybe i could have i don't know but I felt as if I couldn't do it. So I didn't end up going through with the, that in high school. Therefore, I couldn't be accepted into those higher science programs in university. Um, which, look, here I am today. I caught up. I'm in a friggin' neuroscience minor. Like, hello. I'm in a third year neuroscience class right now. Neuroscience and mental health. And I absolutely love it. And not taking chemistry in grade 12 was not the end of the world. So, boom. But unfortunately, it didn't get me onto that specific path. Um, or maybe fortunately, because I'm very happy with where I am today. I guess moving on. Uh, I then found psychology, I guess. I think it was more so learning the why we do things i think that's always a question oh wait no 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 i'm skipping something because before i went into like straight psychology i was in forensic psychology and i did forensic psychology okay here we go i forgot like a whole two years of my life because for the longest time i wanted to be a coroner creepy right i still love it I would still do it. Um, well, actually, maybe I wouldn't, but maybe I would. I don't know. Is I wanted to be either an autopsy technician, which, again, dead bodies, if you don't know. Um, dead bodies, looking them over, how they died, what they died from. I loved X-Files, Bones, CSI, like all of those. Okay, I still do. And that was a big thing that I wanted to do. And like I said, I think it was a couple years that I like I, I for sure 
I stayed in it because, like, I stayed with that because um, I didn't go straight for a coroner or autopsy technician again because I didn't have the science um, base with the chemistry. I only had uh, grade 12 biology. I didn't have grade 12 chemistry. So I couldn't actually get into those if I wanted, but I could do the forensic psychology because that was a psychology of arts. So I was actually upset. Uh, uh, I was obsessed. I am obsessed, but I went, I meant to say I was, oh my, I can't speak. I almost said it again. Let's try one more time. I was accepted into forensic psychology and I actually stayed with it for, I believe, my maybe f- half a year. Um, and like, it's not that I dropped all. It's not that I had to change all my classes and it was a huge deal. No, it was first year of university. So everything in first year for psychology students, no matter what um no matter what concentration you're in, um, it's very basic. So you're all you're all in the same classes. They're very intro, um, explanatory uh, stuff that everyone needs to know for for every concentration, right? Um, so there was no switching of classes. It wasn't a big deal. I s- switched. Um, yeah out of the forensic and into health and what switched me here was i thought about okay so first off i did a uh, a first year seminar which is a a class but it's very small so they call it a seminar it was a first year seminar um and it was a cognitive science class okay and i had barely heard of neuroscience and I had never heard of cognitive science. Okay. And it's, it's for sure newer. So, I mean, if you're listening, you might not even, I mean, okay. Not even because it's newer, but because you might not just generally know what it is, but cognitive science is the specific part of your brain for like executive functioning like higher up cognition is in like your prefrontal lobe it's your higher order thinking like decision making like perception sensation like all of that jazz like higher order not so much the 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 older brain but the newer brain okay that's what they call it the the neocortex the newer brain um and that's 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 cognitive science and i took a an intro class to that it was very very interesting i honestly i'm pretty sure i thought it was a psychology class but it ended up being cognitive science and oh i think i was calling it cognitive psychology I don't know. I can't remember. It's cognitive science. Anyways, um, I kind of fell in love with it. And I don't know. I decided not so much to stick with just cognitive science because I felt like that was maybe too restrictive for what I wanted to maybe one day do. Um, so I just chose health psychology. And... 
I chose health psychology because when I thought of cognition, it's kind of like um, it's it's like a lot of studying um, development also like and and disorders that come from de developmental um setbacks i don't want to say issues i don't i don't know if that's the right word i don't want to say it wrong um but um developmental deformities or just in general deformities and how that might affect their their cognition and the the correlation between those two um and how it was really able to help people with disabilities right and i i kind of fell in love with that and how i could maybe help people with disabilities one day and go into the more like i don't know like clinical doctor side of it um and help people that way so i chose health Oh because that opened it up to that realm but it didn't just keep it stuck to cognitive stuff right it wasn't just cognitive science um but then came along second semester of first year and i had my first ever neuroscience class which again i knew it had to do with the brain i knew it had to do with like it was kind of connected to psychology somewhat but i didn't really know what it was um and also i kind of love it not only is this a kind of like progression of my jobs but it's also like come with me and you'll you'll learn how i went through high school and then university um but no so uh second semester first year i had a neuroscience class and i had the most amazing freaking teacher okay and she made me fall in love with neuroscience and then i was like okay goddamn i just changed my major what am I going to do now? I don't want to change it again. And, and like, I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you can only change it twice. I don't know how that works, but I didn't want to change it again. And I wasn't ready to change it again, but I knew I loved this, this topic. Right. So I took a class. I took that class. I finished it. I did well. And I was like, okay, I'm not in like science classes, but I love this neuroscience and I'm love what I, I love what I'm learning and I'm understanding it. Right. Um, and I fell in love with them and I took another and I took another and I realized that, okay, I can add a minor in this and I'm already halfway there. So I thought, why not? I'm not switching anything. I'm not changing anything up. Nothing's nothing's kerfuffled. Right. I just add the minor and here I am now opened up to so much more possibility and um, open to another topic, which again can help people with disabilities. It's kind of on that track. It's for sure in the medical field. It's and and also I keep wanting to say I want to work with kids. Um, so like it's kind of all connecting now and it's it's coming together with a lot of the same things that i wanted to do it's kind of all found within these two topics like psychology and neuroscience so i'm really like happy 
for where I am right now and kind of where all these hard and crazy decisions have, have led me. So because just in like, you know, like I said, a year's time, I'm going to be, well, actually, yeah, no, a year's time I will be graduated. I can't say I will be choosing a career. Um, but in a year's time, I will be graduated with my undergrad. So I will for sure now maybe then get a, a chance to start somewhere, uh, somewhere within those fields. Right. And if not, you know, I'm obviously still going to work my day, work my way up there one day. But those are my intentions. And that's what I would love to do. Helping people, helping children, because you know, I, I love children and working with children and being around them and learning from them and also teaching them. And yeah, so like I said, who knows where I will actually be career wise, but I will be for sure. Gradu I will be for sure graduated in a year and time will only tell. I'm kind of back to now where the past few years i've really been just it's basically been the pandemic that's you know been holding me back from finishing school so the past few years i've i've been sticking with this topic of study and kind of this area of where i want to go in my future right it's looked the same for the past little bit and i I don't know, it's seeming like it's continuing, can, going to continue to stick in this direction because chiropractics is for sure still 100% looking at the brain because it looks like, it looks, not looks like, it looks at the spinal cord and the spinal cord is part of the central nervous system because it's directly connected to the brainstem, which is connected to your brain. So uh, it's 100% brain body connection. I don't think at this point you can't say it's not. So I'm going to continue to explore the options and different career paths you can take within chiropractics because that's kind of my topic of interest right now. And also teaching though, because that's been on my, that's been on like my, I would say my back burner, uh, only because it's something I would still love to do, but it's not something I'm gonna want to do tomorrow um so <clears throat> that's kind of on the back burner and it has been i would say for probably like seven years you know ever since i really started working with children which was in like 2016 i was i started as like a camp counselor um at an overnight camp so that was 24-7 with children of all ages, not of all ages, I apologize, of a large range of ages, um, from like 7 to 16, right? So ever since then, I've kind of had that idea of teaching in the back of my mind as something I know I would, again, love and thrive in. So that and, you know... 
all the other future possibilities I might consider. But really, like I said, there's so many things out there, like with with social media and technology growing and society growing. And honestly, the possibilities are endless. You could literally make something up. And as long as you're making a living from it, you can do it for the rest of your life. And if you don't want to do it for the rest of your life, you can get really good at it and then hire people to do it for the rest of their lives so that you can still make money. And it's all your idea. Wow, wouldn't that be the life? See, that's... Okay, I'm just going to quickly do a little splurge on this, but I'm like a little entrepreneurial girl at heart, I feel like, because there's been like multiple... And I've also heard that, you know, hyperfocuses and hyperfixations kind of come with like ADHD. But there's been, <laughs> this is bad. There's been like so many, be- and this is, I say it's bad only because I wish I had continued and followed through with, and I still can. I'm not going to say I'm not going to, but I've had so many like little small business ideas in my head. And, I've kind of, not kind of, I've really, you know, hyper-focused on them for, I would say, days or weeks at, at a time and really considered all aspects of the business, but never followed through. And I think that's another big thing with ADHD is, you know, all of the potential, but the paralysis and procrastination that comes within it right so I'm not going to blame that because that's not an excuse but that's a contribution I would say um, to all of my started small businesses that never continued but have uh, boxes and bins of supplies and endless notes of uh, you know the business uh, (laughs) the business goals for five years from now but uh, actually though it's kind of bad, which again, I'm, I'm, I can't say I'm like, I can't say I've given them up though forever because I still have the supplies. I, I might follow through with it. I, I could still, you know, choose, or maybe I'll choose something else. Maybe I'll, I'll think of something else and, you know, get in on that and, and, uh, you know, get somewhere with that, or maybe I won't. And maybe I'll think of something after that, but you know, that's how life goes. And, and I think that's kind of, you know, what life's about is just adapt to what you're going through and try to get through day by day. So this is my career status. Well, it's not my career status, but it's my, (laughs) it's my, you know, kind of dream jobs, if you will. My career status actually at the moment is uh -uh. Currently in the process of being hired at a cleaning company, which I don't mind at all. I, I, I like cleaning. I think, I think it's pretty satisfying. Um, and I've worked for the company before, actually, a few years back. So that's where I'm at right now with my actual career status. So it's nowhere within my, uh, within my future plans. But uh, yeah, that's my kind of dream jobs, dream, my job possibilities, my job considerations and you know how I came to think of them and 
why they no longer stood. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you can kind of like relate to just the topic in general of kind of being in your 20s. And I know I'm really in my early 20s, but being, you know, at a point in your life early on, but feeling like you need to be later on, you know, like, I feel like we all think that we need to have something chose right now. And we need to be on this path um, in life. But, you know, like I said, take it day by day and don't give up on your dream job. Keep it in your mind. Keep it back there, you know, because like I said, you could, as long as you're making a living, like, don't keep yourself broke. But as like, if you can make a living, why not do something you love, right? So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you can relate somehow to, you know, being lost, still figuring life out and all of the things that come with that. So feel free to rate the podcast, follow, subscribe, listen, wherever you're listening to, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, please write a little review if you can. It really helps the show grow and um, get exposure to a larger group. Leave a little comment, send your love, and turn on the notifications too, you know, because not yet am I on a steady posting schedule, which is not the best, I know, but uh, I'm getting there. Um, but feel free to turn those notifications on because when I do post, then you can listen right away and I'd be so thankful for that. And I hope you really enjoy it. I let's celebrate because next episode is number 10. So I hope it's a great one. I know it's going to be a great one. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be, but uh, to be determined and peace out. Don't forget that. Don't forget. I almost forgot to say it. Don't forget that you matter and your mindset matters and take it day by day and you matter. Okay. Love you. Bye bye.